When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With an amazing yet unsurprising reveal, Mojang has confirmed that Minecraft 1.17 will be the Cave and Cliffs update. Several new features have been disclosed to the community during Minecraft Live, but we have just begun to scratch the surface of this new chapter of Minecraft. What else might this update bring to the game? Let's find out in this episode of Dig Straight Down. What is going on, crafters? Welcome to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. Ha! <sighs> wow, guys, this is not going to be a normal episode. We're not going to have the normal the normal segments. There's not going to be a uh, community questions and comments. There's not going to be a feature review. None of that. This is going to be all 100% about the revelations that we had. In Minecraft Live just a few days ago for me actually I'm recording this now on Sunday October 4th so this episode's gonna hit your ears tomorrow hopefully um, so yesterday Minecraft Live happened and I was only able to catch the live stream the very 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 beginning of it um, maybe the first 30 to 45 minutes of it um, I saw all the pre-show, really cool. There's a lot of, um, lot of creators uh, that I knew about were featured. A lot of the ones that I didn't know about were featured. It was pretty cool to see uh, Mojang bring the community together and and show some of the people, the 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 more active people in the community. It was pretty cool to see. Um, and then after that, they went right into the big reveal. Everybody wanted to know what. Minecraft 1.17 would be, and unsurprisingly, but in in a way that I feel like had a huge payoff, they revealed that it was going to be the legendary, the mythical, the long foretold and long sought after cave update. And I, I sense that there are some people in the community maybe rolling their eyes a bit. Maybe when they heard it for the first time, they were like, oh no, Mojang, why are you bowing the knee to the the, the, the so-called, you know, maybe the people complaining out there, maybe the whiners who keep asking for a cave update. But guys, listen, whether you, wh- whether you <laughs> agree with me or not, and whether you agree with the majority or not, Minecraft really has been in need of this update. For like a decade, nothing other than maybe the addition of the mine shafts and the addition of dungeons and the addition of granite and diorite and things like that. There has never been any attention really given to the underground of the overworld. This is not something that is... This is not something that is extra, or this is not something that is unnecessary to the game. And I, and I know that I've said previously, and I stand by this, Minecraft, even 
Minecraft 1.16. Minecraft 1.16 was not in need of an update. Minecraft has never been in need of an update ever since I started playing anyway. It was an amazing game when I started playing. It's been an amazing game since. Every update that we get is just nicely on the cake. We've got nothing to complain about. We paid once for this game per platform. We have nothing to complain about. We get free updates, guys. Let's not complain. However, <laughs> if any update is closest to being needed, it is the, the caves update. It's not even the end update. There's a lot of players who never go to the end. Believe it or not, there's a lot of players who play the game and they never go to the end. Every player who plays Minecraft mines at some point during the game. Everybody goes underground at some point during the, day, the, <laughs> during the game. So it is, in my opinion, maybe not a necessary update, but it is as close to necessary as an update could be. That being said, <laughs> the things that they revealed in this, in this update, the things that they have coming down the pipe to us are pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. This is going to be as big as the Nether update was, as and even more game-changing, I think. I mean, because the Nether is an optional thing. Like, you don't have to go to the Nether when you're playing Minecraft. You pretty much, if you're going to play Minecraft survival mode, you have to mine. You have to go underground. So this is going to be one of the most game-changing updates since, um, oh, I don't know, since, uh, for a long time, it, it, because, like I said, caving is not optional, really, in the game, so updating caves really changes the fundamentals of the game. Anyway, so, the things that they revealed in this update, beautiful things. I am in love with this update, I don't know if you can tell, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm so excited to get into this list of things that they reveal. I, I, I went through the video one more time. I came back after we were we were doing our things during the day, came back home. I went through the video slowly one last time, and I made notes about everything that I saw, everything that they talked about, and that's what I'm going to dig into today. So before we do that, I do want to say, for the mob vote, um, my boy, the Isolager, did not win and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that for multiple reasons. But primarily, I'm okay with that because, honestly, all three of the mobs that were up for the vote were okay with me. I, I, I liked them all. The the Moobloom, my least favorite, but it doesn't mean that I didn't like it. It was a cool mob. Um, the Glow Squid's a cool mob. The Isolager, my favorite because I like the idea of going and fighting the thing. It was a cool mob, too. So, the mob vote winner was the Glow Squid. And I'm excited about this because I do spend a lot of time in the ocean biomes. If That's probably one of the, the first things that I look for when I get into a world is, okay, where's the ocean? I want to go, in, uh, go look for treasure or something. And so the idea of traveling on the ocean and looking down maybe into a ravine or something into one of the deeper parts of the ocean and seeing these glowing lights flashing around, that's cool to me. And I'm really hoping that the glow squid will drop something a bit more interesting than just ink sacks. Um, if Mojang is listening to the community like they say they are, we will probably see something a bit more interesting from the glow squid, but that remains to be seen. And of course, even if all it, even if all it does is drop ink sacks, at the very least, the glow squid looks really, really cool. And bedrock players who have dynam dynamic lighting already 
um, available to them. We'll enjoy it very much, and hopefully one day that'll come to Java players like myself. But the Glow Squid, congratulations. Welcome to the family. And it is obviously, I think, all of our hopes that the Moo Bloom and the Isolager will join us eventually, hopefully in a future update like Mojang said they would. So let's move on into what they revealed about the cliff side of the caves and cliffs update. So the two things really that they talked about um, were goats and the new mountain generation. And we knew these things. We, we There's not a lot of new things in this cliff side of this update that really caught us by surprise at all. We knew that there would be goats and we knew that the mountains would be generated a bit differently. And they revealed some of the visuals of these things. The goats look really cool. They look like mountain goats. You know, they have the the sh more straight horns instead of like the super curly horns that a lot of people were rendering when they were thinking about what might the goat might look like. Um, things that they confirmed about the goat would be that they can jump very high and very far. It said they were very good at jumping and that they would possibly butt you off the mountain if they have the opportunity in the little video clip that they showed there was a goat that butted a cow off the side of the mountain now whether that was just for demonstration purposes or goats will actually attack other <laughs> mobs remains to be seen um but regardless it's very interesting mob i'm certain that we don't know everything I don't think that they've revealed everything about the goat that there will be eventually. I think possibly there might be an interesting drop. There will probably be a reason to farm goats. Um, but as it stands right now, I'm a big fan of the goats. They look really derpy. I love that. Of course, that's a signature Minecraft art style. Um, so yeah, uh, the goats, welcome to the family as well. So the new mountain generation... Uh, they showed a little picture of this. It looks really cool. The mountains look a bit more mountainy, like when you think when you're when you're a kid and you're drawing mountains. They're kind of a bit more triangular in a way. I like that a lot now because in Minecraft right now it just kind of looks like big chunks of land <laughs> with maybe a gradual slope going up to the top. These mountains look a bit more mountainy. Uh, the tree line, the trees don't necessarily go all the way to the top. So there's like a there's they're playing with tree lines and and altitude lines and all that kind of stuff. And um, there's going to be more snow and ice on the tops of these mountains. Now, one of the things they talked about was powder snow. This is the snowier snow that we heard about last year. And powder snow, they said it looks like regular snow, but you will fall through. It's sort of like a trap block. So I'm very excited to see what the community is going to do with powder snow because there's a lot of potential with possibly uh, mob farms. There's a lot of potential with traps to trap mobs trap other players there's a lot of uh, a lot of things that you could do with this block that i'm excited to see the more creative people in the community tackle this so that really covers everything that they talked about in the cliffs part of the caves and cliffs update i'm excited to see what else will come and i'm glad that they put these two things together like i said two episodes ago that they would the the title of that episode that i put out two episodes ago was Minecraft 1.17, the mountains and caves update, question mark. I wasn't saying that it would be that thing. I was insinuating that it, it, it 
makes sense for this to happen, and it happened. So I know it's not a huge leap to say that I, I didn't predict this, and I certainly wasn't the only person who thought that this would happen. But it just makes me feel good to <laughs> at least have gotten something right, even if it wasn't um, that hard to get right. Uh, moving on to <laughs> the cave side of things, and this is where things really get good. Um, the very, very first thing that they showed as far as new things in this cave update is a new cave biome. Now, the idea of cave biomes, we only saw two, I think. No, we only saw three cave biomes in this uh, live stream event. And if we learned anything from the nether update, that does not mean by any stretch of the imagination that there's only going to be three cave biomes. I would not be surprised if there were six or seven to be honest um there's just so much potential for biomes underground the first biome that they talked about however was called the lush caves one of the cool things i mean so many cool things about this but when you're watching the video you'll notice that lush caves are marked by a flowering tree they call this the azalea tree um and i've never heard of an a tree an azalea tree i know there's azalea shrubs in real life i mean i've i've had them growing up my parents had them so it's cool to have a new tree type in the game and i'm wondering they never talked about this they didn't confirm this at all um if there would be a new type of wood associated with this tree or is the azalea tree going to be a variant of oak like it kind of appeared to be in the video i'm hoping that this means that there will be a new type of wood added to the game but that remains to be seen of course so in the video, uh, you kind of zoom into the, the azalea tree and then you go down through a hole at the foot of the tree and you're in this beautiful, lush cave biome. The first thing I noticed, of course, and the first thing that they talked about was the glowberry vines. Now, glowberries, they were these vines that were hanging from the ceiling. Um, they had these bulb berry looking things on them and they were glowing. It was a light source. And I just, I was so happy to see this because, of course any new type of light source is is just so welcome more than welcome in my opinion because that means i get to sit down and watch people on youtube build amazing builds with multiple kinds of light sources and i i, I don't know but light sources used in just the right way can just make the most amazing builds and i am so excited to see people like good times with scar people like uh flip mythical sausage gemini um, people, uh, just so many other people, use these things in their builds and create so many beautiful builds with these. I'm so excited. There was something they did not talk about that was in the video I saw, and I'm going to kind of speculate on what this was. So, in the cave, so on the bottom and on the t on the walls, there was like this green texture. It looked kind of moldy. It kind of looked like moss or grass, even. I'm thinking. A lot of people are talking about maybe these are mold layers or grass layers or something like that. And the idea of layers will come up later on in this episode as well. Um, but I think personally that this is probably just a variant of stone. They're finally going to give us a mossy stone. Um, I believe the only mossy variants we have in the game right now are mossy stone bricks and um, mossy cobble. I don't think we have just a mossy stone, and I could totally be wrong on this. And if I am, I'm super embarrassed because honestly, that's just a Google search away. <laughs> um, but if, the, if if we don't have a mossy stone right now, then I believe that this was what it was, and it looks really cool. 
Um, I think this could be used in pathways. This could be used as a alternative for grass. Could be used for so many things. Again, we saw the appearance of azaleas this time in a bush form, and now we're having a uh, official, a new official bush variant. We have the sweetberry shrub right now, but now we're going to have the azalea shrub, and the azalea shrubs looked very awesome. There was the drip leaf plant that looked sort of like a um, a lily plant, in my opinion. Um, and it had this, it was like a, a stem with a, a leaf coming off the side. And a cool thing about the drip leaf was that you could actually stand on the leaf. And the longer you stand on the leaf, the leaf begins to tip over until it kind of tips you off. And I'm thinking that this is going to be something that you're going to see in mini games. This is going to be something that you see in parkour. This is going to be a huge feature in many many creations that the community is going to do so i'm excited to see what what possibly comes out of the drip leaf plant um the spore blossom there was this flower on the top on the ceiling of the the lush cave it was this pink flower it um apparently can be open or closed and it emits particles and it also kind of looked like it may have been a light source, but I don't think that that was confirmed. Maybe that was just my imagination. But if it's a light source, that's even cooler. Um, but one of the things that Lady Agnes said in the video that you can actually take the, the, the spore blossom and put it anywhere you want. And so you can have its particle effect anywhere you want. And I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, if you want to make some sort of mystical forest or, or some sort of more fantasy-inspired build... This war blossom is going to be one of your best friends because not only do you have a really cool huge flower, but you also have a really cool particle effect. And there was one more thing that they had for the lush caves, but I'm going to save that to the end like they did because in my opinion it's one of the better features coming in this update. Now for cave generation, my first impression. My first impression when I saw the video of the new cave generation. I think you can really see how the nether update was a preparation for this update and it's this new cave generation because the new generation really reminds me a lot of what the nether looks like when it's generated there's a lot of shelves and there's a lot of cliffs and there's a, a more open feeling in the video that they had they showed one of the players um, flying through the caves and it just looked like flying through the nether with elytra so I'm really thinking that the nether, they did the nether update before they did the cave update because the nether update was a preparation for the cave update, for getting that, that cave generation down. Um, so maybe we'll see this confirmed later on, but that's really my first impression of it. But guys, there are huge cave chambers now. There are huge caves. And I talked about this in a couple episodes back when, uh, when I went into the caves and I was just seeing the different varieties and the different sizes of rooms and stuff. I'm so happy that they're doing this because right now, we're sitting right now in Minecraft 1.16. The caves are just long holes. That's all they are. You make a hole in the ground and then you make it long, you have a cave. The, that, no, this is no longer the case. Minecraft caves are going to be amazing they're going to be vast they're going to be have a lot of volume to them and it's just going to be something that a lot of players are going to want to seek out build bases in turn caves into this beautiful thing um, something that we're just not able to do right now unless you find this glitched out freaky cave generation that doesn't isn't supposed to happen naturally so 
There are going to be underground lakes and waterfalls, and not just the little underground lakes and the little underground waterfalls that we have now. These things are going to be huge. Um, there's going to be giant pillar formations coming out of the, the ceiling and the floor. Um, and this and one of the coolest things that I thought that, that uh, Lady Agnes actually spoke to was that shapes and sizes of caves will not depend at all, will have nothing to do with what the biome, the cave is. And that is amazing to me because what that means is you'll have, you can have huge lush caves or you can have tiny lush caves. You can have huge dripstone caves, which I'm about to talk about, or you can have tiny dripstone caves. The variation here is amazing and I'm so excited when this when this update drops, I believe it's going to happen in next year. Uh, that's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to be exploring caves. Just right right now, pretty much all I do right now is explore the Nether. In the next episode, uh, and then the next um, update, all I'm going to be doing is uh, living underground. So now the dripstone caves. Now this is where um, I was reminded a lot of my recent trip to Chattanooga, Tennessee. My wife and I went on a little tour of a cave called Ruby Falls, if you're ever in Chattanooga, Tennessee, I recommend you going. It's a very beautiful thing. Um, dripstone Caves. It is the Minecraft equivalent of caves that have stalagmites and stalactites. Dripstone is the Minecraft word now for stalagmites and stalactites. And I think that that is a good move on their part because it can be pretty hard for anyone really to remember which one is which do stalagmites are they on the bottom or the top who knows and and even the words are kind of hard for a lot of people to say so calling it dripstone i think was a good move on their part um, dripstone is a gravity block that will fall if the block that is hanging from is destroyed there's going to be a lot of really cool things that people do with that dripstone causes damage if it's fallen on we finally have spike traps now in minecraft and and i can't wait to see what people do as far as um mob farms with this and possibly even player traps on pvp servers well, that would be pretty amazing as well and one of the cooler things um i mean one of one of the cool little miscellaneous things that um, um that lady agnes uh said was that water dripping from dri a dripstone can actually fill a cauldron over time so that now water is uh Ah, what was the word she used? So that now water is actually, you can have water on hand all the time. And I know, I mean, my, my, my thought towards that was like, well, we can already make infinite water sources anyway. This is just another type of infinite water source. It's a really cool mechanic as well. You can probably make a, um, a uh, random tick clock coming out of a cauldron. I mean, I don't know how redstone works. I'm just making something up. But you can put a cauldron under dripstone and have it, update a redstone clock every time it fills up a little bit. I don't know how that works, but you tell me. But if that works, then that's a cool thing. Um, I think a lot of people would use this mechanic for something pretty cool. So, yeah, dripstone caves have a lot to offer, and I'm super excited to see them. Now, the third cave biome that was, re that was revealed yesterday. The Deep Dark, the lowest level biome in the overworld a truly nightmarish yet strangely inviting place <laughs> this was the part of the video that i just kind of like flipped out a little bit because of the the amount of things that they revealed in this video in the in this clip of the video anyway so deep the deep dark 
it is the deepest level of caves. It's a biome, and it's a very scary place. You want to be very careful here because things around here in this in this in this biome are very sensitive to sound. First of all, you have the skulk growth, and I imagine this is some sort of mold. That's kind of what it looked like to me. It's a very gross-looking black green mold growth thing. And what these blocks do is they detect vibrations and emit redstone signals. And I thought this was pretty cool, especially when they verified that for the redstone people out there, this means finally we have wireless redstone. And I know a lot of people really wanted wireless redstone. We kind of had a variation of wireless. We had some sort of wireless redstone with the daylight sensor. I know I've seen some people use the daylight sensor to make some wireless stuff happen. But this is even more directional, I suppose, um, so that you can send signals to redstone components, you know, without actually having a line connected to them. And the cool thing is, too, wool blocks interrupt the vibrations to these blocks. So that could be used strategically. Um, that could also be used in a lot of redstone mechanics. And I'm so glad that they did. They added a redstone thing, even though I never touch redstone. I love watching redstone videos, so I'm excited to see what people like Mumbo Jumbo, Logical Geek Boy, those kind of guys, I'm, I'm ready to see what they have in store for us. A new mob was also introduced, native to the deep dark. Ooh, this is the stuff of nightmares, guys, and it's oddly cute and cuddly looking. The Warden <clears throat> um, is a terrifying creature. It senses vibrations. It can't see you. But it will sense your vibrations if you walk or place a block or throw something. And it might, it had this little, there was something going on when the warden was around in the video. Um, that the lights would actually dim in this cave. I don't know if that was a feature of the, the biome or a feature of the warden. But either way, it was terrifying. The warden is very powerful. It destroyed King Bee Dogs, the developer, in the video. And he was wearing full netherite armor and the warden just absolutely wiped the ground with him and according to the concept art that they showed for the the warden it might be friends with rabbits <laughs> i don't know what they're going to do with that if that's going to even be a thing but i just wanted to bring that up because from the concept art that was one of the little notes that was on there um anyway so the warden scary um and the warden is one of the reasons why i'm okay that the isologer is not a part of this update because I mean, the Isolager, one of the reasons I was excited for the Isolager was because I wanted a new enemy to go fight. The Warden gives me that, so I don't need the Isolager for that anymore. That being said, if the Isolager comes back around, I'm totally voting for it, or I'm totally excited to see it added to the game. But I don't, I'm not upset. I'm not upset that the Isolager is not added. So the Warden, pretty awesome, very scary. Oof. Um, and some side notes about the Deep Dark, real quick. There seemed to be a new stone variant. It was kind of a more rough, coarser-looking stone block. And I'm excited to see if that's going to be confirmed or if that was just a placeholder for something else. Candles! Guys, there were candles in the deep dark. I I'm guessing that we're going to make that out of beeswax. Um, but candles! Wow! I wanted that since the Buzzy Bees update. Anyway, uh, new underground structure. There seemed to be a new structure underground, like a mineshaft-looking thing, but there were barrels, candles, chests, and a blast furnace. Who knows what that's going to be, and I'm sure that I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm going to add, you know, there's going to be speculation episodes in the future from this podcast, so stick around for that. I'm just reacting to everything right now. 
Um, there are these things now um, underground you're going to be able to find called amethyst geodes and crystals. Now these geodes, if you don't know what a geode is, it's like a rock that if you split it open you see all sorts of crystals on the inside. Essentially that's what we're going to see underground now in Minecraft. Except they're just going to be huge and you can walk into them. There's going to be one or two new block types from outside of the geode, possibly. Um, they actually hinted that these might not be able to be mined, which is interesting. Uh, walking on the crystals will create unique sounds. It was very much like music. It was very mystical kind of sounding. It was really cool. Uh, crystals grown on this unobtainable block um, encourage the players to farm them. So you can't just... You can't just take the block and then grow them somewhere else. You actually have to go to the geode to get crystals. Crystals are going to be, have to be farmed at those locations. And I thought that was a pretty cool uh, thing that they did to encourage the player to go explore so that they could get these crystals. Crystal shards, this was really, really cool, are used to craft telescopes. And telescopes are, of course, I mean, what you would think. It's like the, the cheaty zoom key when you use Optifine. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be able, you're going to be able to zoom in on something visually to see something from a distance. So I thought that was a really, really cool addition to the game. And uh, t telescopes are going to be cr crafted, of course, with crystal shards and a new material, copper. Copper is going to be a new ore. Uh, there will be new building blocks, and these building blocks will actually age like real-life copper. So copper will start off as that kind of burnt orange color, and over time, they will age and become green. And according to Lady Agnes, and I thought this was a really cool idea, this is going to add a sense of history to your Minecraft build. So if you have a castle that has a copper roof, and you've had this castle for a long time, you can point to the green roof and prove how long you've had it. It'll add a sense of history to your Minecraft builds. This is a first inst instance of an ore vein as well in Minecraft, and this is going to add strategy to mining. So ore vein, now the, the way they were explaining this was a little bit confusing to me, but the way it sounded was that as you're getting close to copper ore, maybe the, the, the materials and the minerals around it look a bit different, so you can tell. Um, that's interesting. Um, I wonder if they're going to... Uh, add this to diamonds and other ores, or if this is just, just going to be a copper thing, that remains to be seen. Um, but one of the things that you can do with copper is create a lightning rod. And lightning rods will, they're this new item, and of course they, they act like real-life lightning rods. So you put this on the roof of your build, and anytime there's a thunderstorm, lightning will strike the lightning rod rather than your roof thus avoiding fires. Um, and I'm thinking, the one of the first things I thought about, and if any anybody else has said this, I'm not copying them, this is just something that actually came to my mind, you'll be able now to, to make automatic charged creeper farms, whereas before, you would actually have to strike creepers with a channeling trident. Now you just put a lightning rod there and put have creepers standing next to the lightning rod, and they'll get struck by the lightning. And then, of course, I mean, redstone people can come up with ways to automate this. But now, charged creeper farms are able to be automated. It's an amazing thing. I can't wait to see what people do with this. The next feature that they uh, talked about was bundles. And this is a great inventory management solution. Bundles allow you to carry multiple types of items in a single slot, even items that are not stackable, like bows or swords or something. This is going to help you consolidate your inventory as you collect clutter and just random bits of things. Um, they don't replace shulkers. They have a completely different 
mechanic. And I really think that this is a great answer to the inventory management problem that a lot of people have been bringing up. So I'm really excited about bundles. The archaeology system. Guys, the archaeology system is probably one of the things. I'm probably going to do a whole episode on the archaeology system. But in short, it's a archaeology system that allows you to find excavation sites. It introduces a new tool called a brush, and it helps you clear away rubble. Um, and in the video that they were doing, uh, showing this, using the brush on gravel kind of lowered the gravel layer by layer, pixel by pixel. And a lot of people were thinking, oh, does this confirm dirt, sand, and gravel slabs? And I don't think so. Um, I don't think we've seen enough of this feature to make a, make a call on that yet. But we'll see. That would be really cool. Uh, but we will see. Uh, new items other than the uh, brush are ceramic shards and these are little artifacts that you can find by brushing dirt and gravel in these excavation sites. They said stories are being told and hints and connections are being made in these excavation sites that we'll be able to put together as the player and sort of fashion lore for our world. Um, and we'll be able to take these ceramic shards and put them together to make clay pots. Now all of this stuff, the archaeology system is a very much a system in the works. We're going to see a lot more depth added to this in the future, I'm sure. Uh, but right now, everything that they showed was just a placeholder, and really, we don't know very much. But we know the basic idea, and I'm I'm probably the most excited for the archaeology system. I'm probably going to be doing that a lot when this update drops. And the last thing that they talked about, uh, as far as the the 1.17 update, was a new mob that is found in lush caves. It is the axolotls. Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. Axolotl, that sounds about right. Anyway, <laughs> these are like these little salamander things, and they're in the real world too. They're actually an endangered species, but they look really weird, but very cute as well. Um, and they're these little salamander things that kind of live in water. They can be caught in buckets, and it seems to tame them and make them your pets. They come in two varieties, one of which is albino, they attack sea creatures, including drowned and guardians, so you can use them in your underwater combat. They play dead when taking damage, so no mobs attack them when they've taken damage. And, this is hinted at by, I believe it was Olraf himself, they can heal the player. And that, to me, is pretty awesome. So, other than being the, the new official cutest mob in Minecraft, a lot remains to be seen from the axolotls, and I've got to say... It's, it's, they're probably going to be my, my new favorite creature in Minecraft. Um, but all in all, Minecraft Live was amazing. Um, if you haven't seen it, go back to the Minecraft YouTube channel. Check it out. It's a long video, but they put the highlight reel in there for you to watch. Check it out and let me know your thoughts. Because that brings us to the end of this episode. I know this is a, a rushed kind of flurry of information in this episode. Not a lot of depth, actually. It's just my reaction, honestly, to what they revealed. So, um, I'm going to be digging into these things and speculating the heck out of it in the future, so stay tuned for that, and you can email me with questions or comments at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. Please join the Discord. The Discord for this show is in the show notes that you can click the link and join us in the Discord. Connect with me on Twitter at rebeljc underscore 92, and until next week, guys, keep digging straight down. I'll see you in the next episode.